where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined as always by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Ahoy! Hey, guys. We are on uh, minute 84, and in this minute, um, we start off in the present, and then it ends with Rose taking Jack back to her suite. Let's start in the present. Which feels like way mo- longer than a minute. Yeah, like, like this movie uh, starts... Lewis is just railing into Captain Smith. And I have an admission. Well, you don't mess with Texas. Yeah, Lewis, he's got that Texas shirt. Lewis is just the classic like internet commenter. <laughs> I will say that, but I someone I, someone writes something really heartfelt and sends here. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> I will say he, he is uh he, he's uh what's his name? Uh oh, our, our Monday. Google, our Google Tuesday, commenter, Tuesday. Dave yeah. Rhodes. Dave Rhodes. Dave Rhodes. I, I will say this. As this movie goes on and doing it minute by minute, I find myself agreeing with Lewis more and more. And, like, I think well, his take... He is always right. Right? He's always well, right. I mean, it's like the Big Lebowski. You're not wrong, Walter. Yes. Because <laughs> he's railing into Captain Smith. He's sort of saying how the Captain Smith has this iceberg warning, which is true. Like, I think, I think he got seven. Is it seven iceberg warnings in real life? to stay um and he's just ordering for more speed now we saw an er, a scene earlier where he was sort of told um to do that but like he's the captain we've discussed this he's it's his ship it's his choice and i also think uh we have he's, a, uh, he's an adult he's an adult i mean That's right. come on i also, have no no sympathy for him also at all. it's not like he's the new guy and he's gonna he's worried about getting fired this is his last voyage it's like no, yeah. I, I'm, I am the captain. This is my last voyage. I've worked this job for however many years. Uh, go f yourself. I, yeah, I, I, yes, I agree. Um, speaking of effing, um, we have our first f bomb of the movie by Lewis of all people. You're only you only get one. Well, and it, I I thought the same thing. There are two of them in the movie, Joe. Well, we know this movie skirts the R rating in other parts too. It, so yes, it does. I think uh, later on, maybe I'm wrong, but I think later on, one of the during the lifeboat loading sequences, someone says it. Um, but yeah, so and then we have Brock that sort of defends uh, Captain Smith here. He says he's got you know he's got 26 years working against him. Titanic is too big, it's too small of a rudder, and it doesn't corner. They won't be able to move around an iceberg in time. But part of me is like, I don't know, he's the captain. They they got to sea test no, this ship. That is that is a dumb argument because as we've seen in the movie, the captain's like, uh, I'm not really comfortable doing that until the engines have been properly broken in. So he knows he shouldn't be doing this. And it was sea tested for a few days beforehand there were like sea trials which like you know maybe they weren't long enough but on april 2nd two days after the fitting uh and eight days before it was due to leave southampton 
uh, it did go out and you know do some sea trials when that would that would test the handling. So he should know. Um, oh, here's a here's a, a Wikipedia. Thank you. Over the course of about 12 hours, Titanic was driven at different speeds, her turning ability was tested, and a crash stop was performed in which the engines were reversed full head to full stern, bringing her to a stop in 850 yards, or 3 minutes and 15 seconds. It covered a distance of about 80 nautical miles and reached a maximum speed of just under 21 knots. So, you know. No, it's on him. Yeah, it's on him. And I feel like this movie tries to make him into some like hero, and I just absolutely don't believe that's the the case at all. Yeah, I, yeah, it's weird that we have this little spot defending him because they don't make him seem very sympathetic later. He just seems like kind of a clueless idiot. Yeah. So yeah, again, well, this whole this whole sequence where we go back and see them is unnecessary. So, sounds like Joe, uh, you and Duff agree that this movie would be better and, and certainly tighter if you just remove this and it's a voiceover about maybe just roses. This was the last time it would have seen daylight. I think that would be more artful. Yeah, it it would keep you in the moment. But then, would Old Rose had won her or been nominated for uh, her Best Supporting Actress award? Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, so part of me likes that this kind of takes us back and reminds us of like that this sinks but the other part of me does Just wonder do the dissolve do, we talked about this do the dissolve to the current sunken ship i think that's much spookier and more effective again think, sh- show don't tell i think i think you guys are right actually i'm going to change my answer um, yeah you are yeah and and so then twelve ang- have- twelve angry men action going on here. <laughs> yeah. I am Fonda. I am Fonda. Both of you. Oh. <laughs> I'm angry and touched. Yeah. Uh, do you, before we move into the 1912 again? Do you guys have anything else about the present? Why is Lewis wearing a Texas shirt? <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's forget about this. Put Mrs. Do you Bates think back that he's, do you think he spilled mustard all over his t-shirt and he had to borrow a shirt for Bill Paxton? Oh, Texas I like that. Native? I like that. Also, do you notice there's way more people like listening to the story? So did like the the crowd, like did the crew of the Keldish were like told like, "Oh man, that old bag is telling the story. You should come hear it." <laughs> well, you know how it is like if you're at work and like two people are like like kind of having a good time and all of a sudden a crowd gathers yeah. around i think it's that people are just like what's, go- what's going on in the break room yeah is there, okay. is there, is there cake yeah <laughs> yeah i'm such a good teacher that by the end of my class there's 300 kids in my room <laughs> and then a slow clap starts uh they all stand on top of their desks <laughs> there's a freeze do frame the, do that all that old captain my captain poem which i i can never hear again for the rest of my life <laughs> it's been ruined by movies and stuff uh, uh, so then we, we transitioned from the fireplace, from the present to the past. We discussed this yesterday. The transitions are incredible. Another awesome dissolve. Awesome yeah. dissolve. Speaking of transition, Joe, do we have, uh, uh we, yeah, supported? we'd be remiss if we didn't recognize, um, the, the company bringing our listeners these episodes this week. Um, okay. we, we try to keep ads to a minimum. 
So we we insist it's once a week. You got to cover the whole week, and that covers our uh, Wikipedia research expenses. <laughs> and um, Rob speaking lessons. And it covers us up uh, covers us buying up uh, AOL free trial discs on eBay so that we <laughs> can keep our internet uh, accounts active. Three months of internet. So, uh, listen, physical media, it's dying, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, we're in a streaming world right now. But there's so many streaming services out there. How do you find the right one? Mm. Now, you guys watch a lot of movies, right? Yeah, love it. How do you? How many times have you kind of been browsing around on on one of those streaming services, and you set a lot of movie that looks kind of interesting, and you're like, "Ugh, it's two and a half hours long. I don't have time for that." All the time, Joe. All the time. Well, we've got this new, uh, uh, and and I I love you playing along here, Rob. Uh, this is a little incestuous, but we do have uh, this week sponsored by a new streaming service. It's called Lumcut. And this is something that Rob's come up with here. Uh, it's a new streaming service, and it's it. What it does, and and I I really don't think any other streaming service offers something like this. All your favorite classics cut down to eighty five minutes by Rob. Uh, so uh, have you guys ever wanted to watch two thousand and one, but you're just like, ugh, too long. It, well, I'm what a busy, it, what, I'm a busy guy. Yeah, me too. So, uh, so Lumcut offers 2001, but there's no monkeys jumping around. Just cuts out all the fat. It's a lean 85 minutes, just like Stanley Kubrick should have intended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also streaming right now on Lumcut, Lawrence of Arabia, uh, with all of the camels and horses cut out. Uh, it's it's down to a lean seventy two minutes. In fact, I cut two thousand one so much that it's simply called twelve hundred now. Oh, I knew there. I knew where you were going with that one. Um, I know you guys are fond of this one, uh, but again, just agonizingly long. Uh, the third film they're featuring this week, and and there's more films in this, but they but Lumcut knows that we appreciate <laughs> throw a couple on the top. Uh, the third feature film. Magnolia, uh, mm. with only the Tom Cruise scenes in it. <laughs> uh, so you can uh, sign up for an account on lumcut.com, and uh, with if you uh, put in the promo code Titanic Minute, you get a free month trial. That that's a full month to try out Lumcut, and uh, I think it's really going to solve a lot of your sort of evening film watching needs. Think about how much more binging you can do if everything's eighty five minutes or less. You know, I think. This will finally be what gets me to watch Shoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rob, 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 Rob cuts it. Uh, it's Shoa with uh, no Germans or Jews in it. It's just transition shots. <laughs> it's only B-roll footage. Oh. The only the only movies I won't cut are the Mission Impossible ones. Oh, of course you won't. <laughs> yeah, uh, no scenes featuring Tom Cruise are are ever removed nope. from a film in nope. uh, Lump Cut. So Eyes Wide Shut is still pretty long. Yep. Shout out to Minute Impossible up there for. <laughs> um, all right. Well, hey, uh, thanks a lot. Um, 
I, I know it seems I shouldn't say conflict of interest. What the heck, you know? And just th- thanks for sponsoring us this week with that new project. And I hope it doesn't take away from your Wikipedia research time. Yeah, I mean, I've always said it's not about the length. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Uh, okay. So uh, back to Titanic. Um, we have this transition back to the past, and we have Rose. <laughs> taking Jack to the sitting room. So a couple things, and maybe this is just my own broken mind, maybe somehow related to what we were just talking about in Joe's promo. But if if before doing this minute by minute, and this is more of a question for you, Duff, than, than Joe, since I know you've seen this a lot more. If I'd asked you to organize, I'd give you the key scenes of Titanic, and ask you to organize them in chronological order in the movie. Do you think you would get it right? Yes. I okay. Think so. Because in my head, I've sort of combined the two days that that we sort of spend with Jack and Rose the most into one day. And so, if you would have said, "Does the you know does the the sketching sequence take place immediately after the flying sequence?" I wouldn't have thought that. In my head, this takes place after the steerage party. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, in my head, it's just like they have the party at steerage, and then they come back up to her room, and then this happens, which is wrong. I know. I mean, I'm well, I'm well aware of. I'm incorrect, but it, that's sort of how this works in my head. This is the lum cut we're talking about. I guess. <laughs> so what you're saying is that your brain is in a hurry to get to the nudity. Yeah. I, I <laughs> he's not he's not saying no, folks. I I always thought that even after seeing the movie maybe once that most people would say it's like and then they kiss and then there's the drawing scene. Yeah, I guess I just don't know what's breast. Man, you're really sinking into the puns <laughs> this week. Uh, okay, so <laughs> uh, can you say the title of that the flying machine one again? <laughs> Josephine flying machine. <laughs> Josephine, the flying machine. <laughs> Josephine, comma, the flying machine. So, which either means that she is nicknamed the flying machine or yeah. she actually is a flying machine. That's what that uh, that Holly Hunt PCP movie was originally. <laughs> <laughs> Josephine's an angel, guys. Gosh, I uh, Holly Hunt was in that. So, uh, so she Rose takes Jack there and then... We Helen kind of, Hunt. I'm sorry. We <laughs> Helen Hunt. We kind oh, of start. Yeah. We kind of start with Rose saying, "It's quite proper, I assure you." So obviously, Jack is nervous, as he should they, be. Yeah, I they mean, must... I, I would be, I would be freaked out that, <laughs> that I was going to be caught. Like bad things happen when poor people hang out with rich people in general. Yeah, I mean, I agree. He knows. He, why why don't they go back to his? Well, I guess because Sven's there. Rob, you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a cot he shares with Fabrizio and two Swedish guys. That's why. Uh, but she lies when she says it's quite proper because, as we're about to find out, it certainly is not. Yeah. Um, And then this minute ends with Jack. He sees the Monet painting, and I kind of want to save that for tomorrow. Uh, do you guys have anything else about this actual minute, though? Uh, about the actual minute? No. Joe? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Well, listeners, uh, I want to make sure that you 
experience the full Titanic Minute experience. You're listening Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We deliver you content. You wake up on Saturday morning. You're not sure what to do. Well, if you're not sure what to do, it means you didn't sign up for Sinking Feeling, our excellent newsletter by our archivist, Caroline. You can sign up at titanicminute.com slash newsletter, and you will receive an email with more than just Wikipedia research. <laughs> more That's than just how. some doofus going to Wikipedia and then still getting the title wrong. <laughs> Caroline, our writing machine. <laughs> uh, Caroline, the thinking machine. Uh <laughs> Is is doing sinking feeling titanicminute.com slash newsletter. You should sign up. And tomorrow, guys, we're at minute eighty five. It's happy hour tomorrow. So let's you know, let's get some rest. I think everyone should uh save that episode for when they get home and uh just have a cocktail with us. Have a cocktail. Those people of age. Have a brandy. Tell your boss to shut yeah. it, take off for the weekend. Yep. And say I'm gonna yeah. go I'm gonna go listen to Titanic Minute. It's happy hour. I'm leaving at three. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow with Minute 85. <laughs>